Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The physical elements of the bread and the wine of Holy Communion, the water of Holy Baptism, they serve to reinforce and verify how real the saving good news of Jesus is. For God uses the physical things for his purpose of delivering to you his salvation. This evening on Good Friday, we confront with almost blunt force the actual bloody instrument on which the Lord Jesus died, the wood of the cross. This is our promised treasure for this evening. The altar is stripped, the pyramids have been taken down. Everything is simple and it's dark. It's a reminder that God's own Son, Jesus Christ, has died. What better reminder of his death for you than to behold the crude wooden cross? The cross reveals the Father's heartfelt love for the world. He did not spare his own son, his only son, your substitute. Even Abraham did not have to sacrifice his own son Isaac, who carried the wood for the burnt offering on his back, since God provided a ram in the thicket to be sacrificed. But now the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, lovingly dies in your place. The wood of the cross has its own biblical history. If you've been following along in our devotions, you recall that that wood has been used to rescue, to sweeten, and to raise up in the scriptures. In Genesis, God placed two large wooden figures in the Garden of Eden, the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, to test Adam and Eve. Noah later used gopher wood to build the ark that floated his family above the waters that drowned the entire world. After Moses led Israel out of Egypt through the Red Sea, he threw a piece of wood into the bitter waters of Marah to sweeten them for Israel to drink. Much later in the time of the kings of Israel, the prophet Elijah cut a wooden stick and threw it into the Jordan River to raise up an iron axe head, which had mistakenly been flung into the river by one of the prophets who was cutting down a tree. Well, none of these wood stories directly point to the cross upon which Jesus died. They indirectly reveal beautiful images of what God does through the means of the cross to save you. The early church fathers often excelled at doing this. They used a simple Bible story in the picturesque way to connect it to the whole story of salvation. Reflect again on the story of Noah and on the flood. Why did God tell Noah to build an ark out of wood? God could have chosen another way to destroy the world and to save Noah and his family, but he didn't. Instead, God chose a wooden boat to keep Noah, his family, and all the animals safe. God used the wood to rescue them and enable them to float above the waters. Brothers and sisters in Christ, what troubles flood your mind this Good Friday? Are you so overwhelmed with trouble from so many different things that you feel like you're drowning? Is it family fractures? 
relationship misunderstandings, frustrations at work or having no work. Amid such troubled waters, the wood of Christ's cross promises to keep you afloat, rescuing you and carrying you through all the trials of life. Jesus, remember, was willingly flooded with the weight and the guilt of this world's sin when he cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Yet by this, he, the righteous and sinless Son, conquered sin, death, and hell. Why did God tell Moses to throw a piece of wood into the bitter waters of Marah to sweeten it so that the Israelites could drink and live? Have you ever tasted bad water, strong iron and well water, or even dirty water? You almost choke on it. You can't swallow it. Well, God could have told Moses to throw anything into that water, even a rock, but no, God told Moses to throw a piece of wood into the bitter waters to make them drinkable and sweet. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, are there some, are there some bitter pills to swallow in your life? Do feelings of bitterness linger in your heart or soul against some people? Are you justly upset because you were wronged or betrayed? Even amid your bitterness and restlessness, God comes to sweeten and gladden your waters of life. So like an unclenched fist, you may open your hand again to others. Joseph, recall, forgave his brothers who betrayed him and sold him into slavery. And Jesus bore all betrayal and bitterness from Judas, from Peter, and all his disciples who fled him. Jesus was betrayed, and his naked body was nailed to a tree so that sin and bitterness and anger and the anger that it breeds might be done forever. And finally, consider Elisha and how God floated a heavy iron axe head with a lighter piece of wood. Why didn't Elisha speak over it or motion his hand? He could have parted the Jordan River with his cloak and picked it up. Instead, by throwing in the piece of wood, he raised the weighted iron. That does not happen normally. When was the last time you saw a chunk of iron float? It doesn't. But the cross of Jesus uplifts you. Brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus lightens your load. He takes all your guilt, all your personal shame, your worries, your troubles and sins, and he nails it to himself. Cast your burdens on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Although millions of things may be weighing you down right now, financial worries, marriage problems, children problems, sibling or friend problems, cancer diagnosis or chronic illness, God knows and God cares. Every day brings new burdens to test you and to weigh you down like a heavy iron axe head. But Jesus says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Your bloody Savior, Jesus Christ, invites you to cast every weight on him so that by his, Christ, his cross you are lightened, lifted up, and sustained by his forgiving grace. So dear brothers and sisters in Christ, may his cross always rescue, sweeten, and lighten your life. As you again behold the wooden cross, may it always remind you of the incredible love of Jesus for you. He gives you eternal life now, and you are his forever because he shed his precious blood for you. That's why tonight is a good Friday. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.